0: Shall we begin? Let's begin.
1: Welcome to Writecast, a casual conversation for serious writers. I'm Brittany tomlin Arneson. And
2: I'm Beth Nasichowski.
1: In this episode, we'll talk about mindful writing, a process approach to writing that can help writers develop a more comfortable, regular, and mindful writing practice. We'll talk about what mindful writing is, how writers practice it, and how you can bring it into your writing practice.
2: Welcome today, everyone. We are thrilled to have our colleagues Max Philbrook and Jess Philbrook here with us today, um, starting the new year off for us. We thought that it would be helpful to kind of think a little bit more about our writing process, and I know the new year is something where... All of us are talking about New Year's resolutions and kind of starting anew and starting afresh. And I hope that maybe you're thinking a little bit more about how you can approach your coursework and your writing in sort of new ways and kind of incorporate new strategies potentially. So that's our focus for today is we're kind of presenting you with a new idea to help you with your writing process mindful writing and max and jess are both writing instructors and coordinators with us here in the writing center so you might have interacted with them before on paper reviews on our social media via chat or in a webinar and they're going to help talk to us about mindful writing about what it is and kind of how it can be useful for walden students welcome max and jess to writecast
0: thank you it's really really great to be here
2: yeah thank you so much
1: so a few months ago, we learned about mindful writing from you guys in a presentation that you gave to the Writing Center staff. And we're so glad that we'll get to talk a little bit more about that writing approach with the rest of the Walden community today. It's something that we felt people would really benefit from because we really benefited from it as a staff. So I'm hoping that to just get us started, one of you could jump in and sort of define mindful writing for us. What is it?
0: Go ahead, Jess.
3: So mindful writing comes from a mindfulness practice, and mindfulness is based on the idea that you pay attention on purpose in the current moment. So a lot of mindfulness is practiced through things like breathing exercises or maybe yoga, um, occasionally through meditation, things like that where your uh, focus is turned to the body, and you look at the body and, and your comfort and your flexibility and your stress level, your anxiety level, and try and get yourself into a comfortable equilibrium. So mindful writing kind of takes that mindfulness practice and creates a system where writers can embrace a full and flexible writing process while also paying attention to the body in their own comfort. It's really helpful for people who have to write a lot like myself as a writing instructor, (laughs) but also when I was in graduate school and was working on papers and was working on seminar papers, discussion posts. So we thought that this would be really useful for Walden students who are balancing a lot in their work life, their personal life, and their school life. So mindful writing then is based on this idea of mindfulness, and it's practiced through brief daily sessions, where you set out about 30 minutes to two hours every day to write and work on a project. So instead of spending one whole day writing all of your papers, it would be scheduling an hour or two every night to work on an assignment over time and spending some time pre-writing, writing, revising, editing, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's very difficult to be comfortable and to take care of your body and be kind to yourself if you're sitting in one place typing furiously for hours upon hours on end. Which is why I think the idea of the brief daily session is so important to mindful writing. It just, it allows you to really focus, hone in on a very specific intention, and get some really good quality work done in that brief session that you have for the day. So it might seem like, oh, I need to put eight hours of writing in today so I can finish this paper. But really, how many of those eight hours are you going to be actually doing productive writing? And mindful writing allows you to focus on that intention that you have and complete writing with focus and intention.
2: So in your definition or your description of mindful writing, one of the things you referred to a couple of times was this idea of a brief daily session. So I wondered if you could kind of paint a picture for our listeners of what that is and kind of what that brief daily session looks like.
0: Absolutely. It's such a great question. And basically the brief daily session is the building block of mindful writing. It's the amount of time that you are actually sitting down and doing the writing practice. And so the brief daily session is a time in your day when you set aside all of your other distractions, which can be very difficult, uh, especially we know Walden students and, and writers often are juggling lots of things. But it's really important um, to be able to work with intention. And a brief daily session consists of four, I'd say, equally important stages. And the first one is prepare. So you're preparing to write. um, And you do that by preparing your materials. You prepare your body. You prepare your workspace. And then you move into the writing portion. Writing in mindful writing can look like a lot of different things. It doesn't mean polished writing that you can suddenly turn into an article um, or turn into a discussion board post. No, it can be taking notes. It can be writing. It can be free writing. It can be reading a journal article and annotating anything like that. And you are doing this with intention and consistently for your 15 minutes that you've set aside or your 30 minutes that you've set aside, whatever you have at that moment and you just write. That's all you do. Um, And you do it non-judgmentally. Try to put that inner editor aside or that critic that's telling you, oh, delete that, delete that. It's not productive to delete. Instead, you want to be writing for that whole time. And number three, I think, is very important, and that's to pause. So that's to stop writing. Take a break. You're writing, you're doing good work for those 15 minutes or however long you've set aside, and then it's time to stop check in, make sure your body is still in a comfortable place. So it's something that we call comfort breaks. Uh, you take a comfort break, you check back in, you make sure you're ready to write again. And then there's a little 3.5 here. So it's the, th- the third and a half stage, <laughs> and that's to repeat. So you've set aside a chunk of time for during your day, but it's important to kind of chunk that up and make sure that you're not just blazing through and writing that whole time. So once you write and then pause and return to your body and become comfortable again, then you can go back and you can write for another period of time. And once you've written, paused, and repeated, the final step once your writing for the day is over is to reflect and think about what you've done and be proud of the writing that you've completed because no matter how long you've written no matter what you've produced that day, guess what? You wrote, and that can't be taken away from you. So it's important to look and see what you've done, be proud of that, and then look and see what you've done and prepare yourself for starting writing again tomorrow. Because that's the key of of mindful writing and the brief daily session, leaving it today with the idea and the intention that you're going to come back to it tomorrow.
3: Yeah, so some tips for doing this brief daily session... I'd say at the prepare stage, it's kind of a two-prong approach. So one part of preparation is finding a project to work on and deciding, all right, I have one hour or two hours to work on this today and then setting a goal. So, okay, I have two hours. In two hours I can't write an entire dissertation chapter as much as I wish I could, but maybe in two hours I could review two articles and find a place for them in my literature review. Or maybe I could review my notes from my last writing session and build on my outline. Or maybe it's time to just dig into the research and spend two hours on the library website. So kind of setting your intention for what you can reasonably do in the time that you have allowed is part of preparation. But then the other part of that is getting your body comfortable. So I like to spend just five minutes, like, doing a few stretches. Um, I do yoga a little bit, but I'm not an expert by any means. But I'll do some toe touches. I'll do some some uh, bending around. I'll I'll do a couple laps around the house to kind of get my heart rate down. Um, And then I'll sit in my chair and just breathe for a minute and kind of try and cleanse my mind and let any negative self-talk go away and kind of build myself up like, hey, you can do this. <laughs> um, as cheesy as that sounds, that's part of preparation <laughs> is getting your mind and your body ready. And then another tip would be to set a timer. So if you know, you know, I have... I have things that I want to do with my family tonight, so I really need to be done with my writing by 7, and maybe you start at 6. Set a timer for 7 o'clock, and when that timer goes off, you're done. You've done your writing for the day, however much you've accomplished, and whatever you've, is left you can get to tomorrow. So set that timer for the end of your writing session, but then also to remind you to pause. I like to set a timer on my phone for every 20 minutes, And then when the timer goes off, I, like, straighten my back and fix my posture. Maybe every other time I get up and walk around the room and refill my water glass, stretch a little bit, and then sit back down. And that keeps me from accidentally just sitting in my chair for hours while the time goes by and I'm surfing Mm -hmm. social media instead of writing. And it keeps you on track and in focus. And then, two, when you get to the reflect part, A good idea there is to set intentions for tomorrow. So whatever you wanted to do today but didn't get to, you can set that as part of your goal for tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so a brief daily session consists of four parts. One, prepare. Two, write. Three, pause. And four, reflect.
2: I was just thinking too about how that approach really helps break down what can seem like a really long, arduous writing process into sort of these steps that you can check off a little bit more, right? I'm the type of person that likes lists and likes to be able to check things off my list. And so I think that this concept really helps make some a writing process that doesn't really have a lot of checkoff points, create some sort of artificial checkoff points to help sort of propel me through that process. Does Does that make sense?
3: Yes, absolutely. It really does help with that. It gives you a checklist that's manageable every day.
0: Yes. And I think part of being mindful is being mindful of your emotions Mm -hmm. too. And I think what you described, Beth, is a way to be kind to yourself and as a way to give yourself that reward of completing something and doing that every day. And I think that can be a very important motivating factor in creating a, a writing practice that you can sustain over a long period of time that that it takes to, to write a dissertation or, you know, even even write a course paper, for that matter.
1: The thing that I really love about this is, I mean, it really feels revolutionary. And it's sad that that's true. But I think that we've sort of created this narrative for ourselves about grad school, that it's a time when you sort of neglect self-care, right? You spend, you know, all night in the library like hammering yep. stuff out or all night you know sitting at your desk you just have to power through you know there's these kinds of um stories that we tell ourselves about about higher education and particularly about completing advanced degrees where it's like you're just going to have to suffer 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 until it's over <laughs> and um this feels so different from that and i'm curious if you guys can talk a little bit about how did you learn about <laughs> this i mean i'm not i'm not hearing this very much mm-hmm. so do you have like a mindfulness guru who taught you about how to how to do mindful writing?
3: Yeah, we kind of do. Her name's Donna Strickland. Um we both got really lucky. Max and I are both pursuing our PhDs at the University of Missouri and she's faculty there in the English department and is both of our advisors. We've both had the pleasure of working with someone who has a very different narrative for what's what it looks like to write your dissertation and to write your, you know, graduate seminar papers and your assignments. And she has done research and work on mindful writing, and it was what helped her finish her first book for publication. And she learned about it from Robert Boyce, who's the author of two books about writing practice for faculty. The one that we've read is How Writers' Journey to Comfort and Fluency. And it's all about this practice of paying attention to the body, embracing this full and flexible writing practice, And working on your writing every day in these brief daily sessions instead of trying to binge and, for example, say, like, oh, I'm going to write my whole book over the summer, that's going to be extremely painful. So it's more of this stretched out process. So she really introduced us to it in advising sessions, but then also through a course that she taught in the summer and in the semester that um, I took and then through some webinars as well.
0: Yeah, and Donna also conducts seminars on mindful writing, where she will either do a day-long program or a weekend retreat or something like that. And people will come from all over the country to partake in a mindful writing session and to kind of learn some of these practices and to help inform their writing process also. I agree with you, Brittany. It's it's sad that, that it seems so revolutionary to, you know, take care of yourself while writing. But it's one of those things that I think Shouldn't be, but I think can be quite revolutionary when when you can harness that and, and if it's something that you can develop a practice for.
2: So it sounds like this is something, mindful writing was something that you haven't always been practicing. Is that, is that accurate?
0: Yes. That, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs>
2: um, so what what did your writing look like before you started with mindful writing?
0: I was a strong believer in the idea of being in the flow, or, you know, mm-hmm. finding that magical mindset where the words would just flow out of me. I was usually sitting around doing what I call dinking on my, <laughs> on, a, on a document, <laughs> which usually meant doing research or surfing the internet or, um, you know, writing a letter to, to someone. But, but really it was just procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um, and then usually the flow, would happen or I would get in the zone. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Mm -hmm. I would get in the zone when the clock hit midnight and my paper was due at Mm -hmm. eight in the morning Mm -hmm. or something like that. And so it was a it was an adrenaline fueled Mm -hmm. writing process and it was a fear inducing and a and a really stress inducing writing process Mm -hmm. where I knew if I didn't produce the writing that I was working on, there would be negative consequences. And and you know I'll be honest, it it felt good in the moment. It felt to produce those pages and to just fly and watch my fingers blur. Mm -hmm. It felt good. And then I would turn in whatever I was working on. And I knew it wasn't the best quality. I knew it wasn't the best work because I wouldn't have time to to revise. Um, I wouldn't have time to have a, a second reader take a look at it and give me feedback or anything like that. But it would be done. But then I would turn it in and Then the crash happened, and then I would have to sleep because I hadn't slept for days. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, and I hadn't been eating well, and I'd been caffeinated like crazy, and so all of these things were really doing damage and were harmful to my body. That was kind of the writing process that I undertook. And Jess, maybe you will describe it more specifically as binge writing?
3: Yeah, my writing practice isn't so different from Max's, though I think I would spread it out over a few more days than he did. So, in undergraduate, I was a little bit of a procrastinator, um, in a way. Like, I would do my research, and I always thought that was really fun, but then I would have all these notes, and this outline, and all this stuff compiled, and I would always wait until, like, the night before the paper was due, and then write my paper. And usually that resulted in finishing at about four in the morning, kind of what Max described as getting in the flow. And, you know, what I would complete would be good, and I would turn it in, <laughs> and it would be fine, mm-hmm. but then the crash would happen for me, too, and I'd have to sleep, like, the whole week after finals. (laughs) And then in graduate school, when the demands of coursework are so much more significant, similar practices carried over. So in my master's degree, you know, you're taking two or three seminars at a time and trying to write two or three 20-page papers that are due in, in finals week. And I would do my research beforehand, but then I wouldn't start writing until, you know, the week or two before and I'd end up having a lot of really late nights where I don't see my friends or I can't answer the phone call from my mom or, you know, I'm eating out every night instead of cooking, which I love to do. So my writing practices really got in the way, I think, of my comfort and happiness during those few weeks of writing. And then when I decided to start my PhD, I already knew, like, I don't want my life to be like that and I want to find an alternate. And so I was really fortunate when I met Donna right away as a new graduate student because she proposed this ho- whole new way of approaching it. And I started practicing that about six years ago when I started my PhD and my coursework. And I found it was a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like the, the years I was pursuing my PhD felt a lot more manageable than the years that I was getting my master's, mm-hmm. even though I had a lot more work to do, because I did a little bit every day.
0: And so that's kind of what our writing practices have looked like. Beth and Brittany, do you have any similar experiences or can you compare your writing
1: practices to that? Oh, goodness. Um, yes, in short. <laughs> I, Especially when you were describing your um, kind of binge writing practice or getting, try, waiting to get into the flow or the zone, Max, that just is me to a T. And I have learned not very much, I'll be honest, over time. I have gotten a little bit better at that better at, you know, spreading the work out over time. um, As I've gotten older, certainly, I think part of it had to do with, you know, in undergrad, there just was more open time for the work to bleed Mm -hmm. into. And so it did kind of do that. But I was definitely one to pull all nighters and understand that, that rush, it is a good feeling, bizarrely. It's like an addiction almost I think where you're like oh this feels so great I'm so brilliant I'm you know and like the adrenaline's flowing and you <laughs> feel like you're killing it and you're you know you are under this deadline and there's a sort of rush that's attached to that but it's like you said you know there's no chance to refine and mm-hmm. no opportunity to have anybody else look at your work and so everything you're turning in is sort of that first initial draft and maybe it's a really strong first draft but that doesn't mean it's the best writing that you could produce and so I think that habit for me has really hindered my ability to kind of fulfill the level of writing that I could achieve if I were to adopt some of these mindful writing practices. So I'm excited to be learning more about this just to sort of apply to my own practice. Now, I'm not doing any, really any academic writing right now, but I definitely think, and we've talked about this as a team, I know you guys um, have have talked to us about how we can apply this to our our teaching work, and also some of the the sort of writing that I do for fun on the side, I'm excited to see how I could give up that habit of <laughs> waiting around till inspiration strikes and, you know, just kind of show up and see see what happens if I can plug away over time. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I think for for me, you know, this idea of mindful writing or or I guess the smaller sessions of writing and, and taking that writing process throughout a longer period of time is something I used a lot in grad school. Um I was that person who had mm-hmm. our draft done before the deadline. Um, I, I remember having lots of time for revision for my master's thesis. <laughs> and the thing is, though, I think that there is a real distinction between getting things done before deadlines and and how you get those things done before deadlines, actually. Yes. And that's what I've been thinking about because it's not just about getting it done before the deadline but one thing you said just was making sure that your experience as you're writing while you're doing that is also worthwhile you're yeah. not putting mm-hmm. too much stress on yourself and mm-hmm. i do think that i tended to have longer you know stretches of writing even though they were in an effort to get it done before that deadline, I didn't mm-hmm. focus on the smaller the smaller breaks quite as much. And I think that's what I've really benefited from in these discussions that we've been having is thinking in those shorter time frames. And I just absolutely love the idea of setting a timer and um talking about giving yourself breaks and and so that you're really focusing during that time. yeah, so i I, I think this has been really beneficial
1: so. We're talking about how mindful writing will benefit the four of us, but that's not really the purpose of this podcast episode. We we really want to talk about how it can apply to um, to Walden students, and I'm excited to talk more about that as well because we know you, our listeners, are busy people juggling a lot of different things. You, many of you, work full time. You have families. You've got you know school. You've got other responsibilities. Maybe you volunteer in your community. It's a lot. And we know from working with you over the years that this feels overwhelming and you have a lot going on. So Max and Jess, could you guys talk a little bit more about how mindful writing might be applicable to Walden students specifically?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is really, yeah, what we hope to share is ways that we can apply this for Walden students. A lot of students are, you know, fitting writing in in the midst of a really busy life with a lot of things going on. So What's nice about mindful writing is it doesn't require you to take a whole day, for example, to you don't have to find an eight hour chunk of time where you're like, all right, this is when I'm going to do my writing. I'm going to get all of my coursework done in these eight hours. That works for some people, but with a busy life in an eight hour chunk of time, things come up, you know, your cat gets sick or your kid (laughs) needs to go to soccer or your spouse needs to get picked up from work or your business calls and, you know, they need you to come in. And it's hard with a full life to schedule out such a large chunk of time. So what we're imagining is that this mindful writing approach could work really well for Walden students who might not have large chunks of time to schedule out, but could afford to schedule an hour in the morning and maybe another hour at night, or, you know, two hours in the morning and two hours at night. However much time you need to, depending on, you know, where you are in your program and how many courses you're Mm -hmm. taking. Of course, it varies based on what your writing demand is. But that's one way we think that this could be applicable, is it doesn't require that big chunk of time, but those smaller pieces. Max, do you want to talk about other ways?
0: I do. I think another way that this is especially applicable to Walden students and busy people in general who have a lot of stressful elements to their life is when you take on a, a degree program or a, an additional course this term or something like that, it's best if we cannot add another stressor. And I think making writing an enjoyable practice, or maybe maybe that's not possible. <laughs> so I'm going to say say it in a different way. The goal with mindful writing is to make it so writing does not add additional stress to your life. And I think that that's very important. I think that's a way that you can find yourself getting into a regular writing practice is if you don't dread the thing that you're going to do. And maybe you've had this experience uh, where you sit down in front of your keyboard and then that feeling in your stomach happens, that kind of ringing ball of energy in your stomach and you don't want to be there anymore. There's almost anything you would rather be doing than than sitting down and writing Mm -hmm. because the stakes are so high. With mindful writing, with brief daily sessions, with taking care of yourself and and doing everything you can to relieve stress and to to reduce the amount of stress that writing introduces, I think you're more likely to be able to sit down and, and you won't have those aversions to writing. I'd also... <laughs> the, the, uh, the older I get, the more uh, the more importance I see in in taking care of my body. Um, it turns out I'm not invincible. darn it. I was I was sure was hoping. I know I was hoping that I was gonna break the uh, the stretch the, uh, the stretch of inv- of non okay. <laughs> so um, so it turns out that that I'm not actually invincible and and I need to be aware of my body and, and to take care of my body and I can't sit. And be hunched over a a computer desk for eight hours at a time, and so I think that's another reason that Walden students can really benefit, or that Walden students specifically can can find some usefulness out of mindful writing, uh, is because we tend to be a little bit older. We tend to be coming back for an, for an advanced degree. We've already achieved in our profession, and maybe we have a few more years under our belts. And I think it's that much more important to take care of our body and stretch those muscles and and to be aware of the mind and body balance.
3: Yeah, I think that's helpful, Max. And I guess one more thing that I would add is that doing mindful writing allows you to practice this more full writing process Mm -hmm. from pre-writing and research to outlining to drafting, revising, editing... Because if you're working on it a little bit every day, you might be able to spend Monday researching and Tuesday outlining and Wednesday drafting. So for those Walden students who want to use, for example, the Writing Center's paper review services, it can really help to use mindful writing to get a draft done a little bit early and send it in and then have that time the next day to revise. Because if you just spend eight hours on a Saturday writing your papers, you never have time for that. So, it can help you to use the resources that are available here at Walden for you on a more regular
1: basis.
0: And I've got one more to add. Great. The other part of mindful writing that I think is so helpful for Walden students is that it has a broad definition of what writing is. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you're maybe you're listening to this podcast during your commute, but maybe that's that hour during your day. Maybe that's when you can do your mindful writing. And it doesn't mean that you have to bring your laptop and tap away at your keyboard. But if you're reading an article and you're annotating or you're taking some notes, maybe you're reading an article and you are using some kind of citation software to help organize that. That can also be considered writing. And I think that mindful writing, since you are returning to it, since you can put that stuff into action tomorrow or the next day, I think that you can consider that uh, mindful writing also. So it's also versatile. It allows for a broad definition of writing and writing in different contexts, as long as you keep in mind that, you know, that you have to have the intention, do what you what you say you're going to do, uh, and then follow through and do it with some focus.
2: So I think you've already kind of t- started to touch on this, Max. My last question or the next question was going to be about how Walden students could actually kind of get started. Um, what tips you have or what recommendations you guys have about actually starting a mindful writing practice since we all believe in you now and we all <laughs> <are> converted. <laughs> We're all converted into this idea of mindful writing. Where would you suggest Walden students start?
0: Beth, I think that really the key to doing it is 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 I mean, it might take some time up front to kind of put yourself in a position to be able to set aside time for brief daily sessions. But once the framework is there, it hopefully it becomes easier to to continue. And so I guess I'll start with the, the most, the simple, but also maybe the, the hardest is finding space and time with which to write. Maybe this can be hard because... With kids and pets and and all and jobs and all of these things, there's a lot competing for our attention. But if you can find a space, and maybe you have to leave your house or your home for this, and that's okay. But find a space and a time where you can commit those minutes to writing. And whatever that looks like for you, I think that that is maybe the most important step to finding yourself in that practice. Jess?
3: I would recommend just starting with 30 minutes a day and find a time where you can commit to 30 minutes a day. And if you find that you can do that, but it's not quite enough time to get everything done that you need to, then see if the next week you can up that to 60. And, you know, if that's if you still need a little bit more the next week up it to 90. So I'd say start small and go from there. Mindful writing is really meant to be flexible and accommodating and comfortable, so don't feel like you need to do it every single day. Feel free to pick a day or two a week when you aren't going to do your writing, and consider that your mental break. What else do you have, Max?
0: Be kind to yourself. If you miss a day, that's okay. It's not the end of the world right you know that with your r- regular practice you are going to be back tomorrow and so make sure that you are kind to yourself make sure that you celebrate your victories and that you appreciate the work you're doing and that you remember that the 15 minutes a day you are mindfully writing that's leading to something really special you are earning a degree at a great institution with the idea of positively influencing social change And that's amazing. So don't lose sight of that either. That even though you're in the thick of it and 15 minutes a day times 365 times however many years it takes, that you're working towards something really great and special. And on a practical matter, one of the first steps, buy yourself a timer. (laughs)
2: Well, thank you so much, Max and Jess, for joining us today. This has been just a wonderful conversation. And I know Brittany and I have really benefited from hearing about mindful writing. Um, and I, I know our students will, too.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. We really appreciate you being with us. Thank you thank so much. you. So I also want to remind our listeners to tune in again next time for another episode about mindful writing with Max and Jess. We'll have them back on WriteCast. And they're going to actually be leading us through a session, a brief daily session um, using mindful writing techniques that they described today. Tune in for that one and be sure that you bring some writing to work on because it's going to be sort of a, a new thing for us. We're going to do a practical podcast where we have you pause and work on your writing and then come back. So so have something ready, something you're working on for your course or something else that you're writing. And finally, I want to thank you, our listeners, for being with us today. As always, we are very grateful for you and for your time that you spend listening to our podcast. So take care and we'll see you next time. WriteCast is a production of the Walden University Writing Center. This episode was produced by me, Brittany Coleman-Arneson, my co-host Beth Nastachowski and our colleague Ann Scheel.